Hello and welcome to the True Blue Sporting Podcast official preview for the 2022 NRL season. We are up to the two teams who are just going to miss out on this year's final series, in my opinion, with 10th and 9th spot to be revealed today. In the 10th spot, I've got the Gold Coast Titans. Unfortunately for Titans fans, I have them dropping out of the finals once again. The Titans are, the cl- are a club that haven't seen consecutive finals series before in their club history, and they're looking to do so this year after making the finals last year and bowing out in dramatic fashion against the Sydney Roosters. The Gold Coast Titans this year, they've committed to youth, which can be positive, but also has its negatives. They've gone for Toby Sexton to be the man to lead this team forward in the halfback jersey. A positional change has also been seen for AJ Brimson, who moves from fullback into 5'8", to allow teen sensation, the son of the great Preston Campbell, Jaden Campbell, to play fullback. We all know Jaden Campbell, when he came into the side last year, absolutely killed it. And he was influential in their push for a finals um, spot. But I just don't know how he's, able going, how he's going to be able to do it week in, week out this season. There's a big, big difference between playing a couple games of first grade to playing a full season. And this is the test for not only Campbell, but also Toby Sexton. Half of their spine have only played a handful of first grade games, and that's a worry for mine. AJ Brimson's going to have to be the experienced one in this spine, and he isn't that experienced himself. Yes, he's played a few seasons of first grade, but they've all been hampered with injury. He's played State of Origin, so he knows what it's like on the representative level. So for this team going forward, AJ Brimson has got to be the man in the 5'8 spot. I do have concerns, however. 5'8 spot, you're in that line defensively. I think a lot of teams will be sending traffic at AJ Brimson, potentially thinking this is a weak spot in the Titans' defensive line. So that needs to be spot on for AJ Brimson in Season 22. Also for the Titans... I think that where their main positives are going to be are through their two biggest and most powerful units, Tino Fasua Malaawi and David Fafida. Jeez, those two are absolute monsters and they are damaging when they're on. Tino gets the added responsibility this year of being the club captain and this is going to elevate his game to another level in my opinion. He's already one of the premier forwards in our game but I think in 2022 he's going to make a massive leap and become the man on the Gold Coast and one of the best front uh, forwards rather this competition has. Also for David Fafita, his role's changed a bit with the Gold Coast Titans. He started in the back row at the start of the year, but then he transitioned into a bench role. This bench role allowed him to be free. He comes on when the forwards are tied. He comes on when the game is 30 minutes old, and it is so good for Fafita. He goes up against tired legs, and it takes three men to stop him. All you have to do is get him the ball and get out the way. I think for David Fafita and the Gold Coast Titans this year, they've got to change the way they attack with him, however. If they can put shape around with the likes of Campbell, with the likes of Brimson, it's only going to make him a more damaging player and their attack more damaging. It already takes him three it already takes three people to drag him down and he even bumps them off. So if they're able to get shape around him, it's only going to create more and more problems for opposition defences. 
For mine, I just think they miss out on the finals because of the inexperience in the spine. That is my biggest concern with the Gold Coast Titans at the moment. Who they've brought in this year, Aaron Booth comes from Melbourne, who's a great depth signing for them. Isaac Lee, who makes the way from the Sydney Roosters. Will Smith from Parramatta and Paul Turner. The losses, however, Anthony Don, a club hero, the top try scorer for the club all time, has retired. Jamal Fogarty leaves. Tyrone Peachy, Jonas Pearson, Mitch Rain, and Ash Taylor all leave the club. My predicted round one lineup for the Titans goes as follows. Jaden Campbell is at fullback. Corey Thompson on the wing with Philip Summy. Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert are in the centres. AJ Brimson and Toby Sexton are in the halves. Jared Wallace, Eric Clark and Fodal Waker are the front row. Tino Fasua Malawi is the lock with Bo Fumor and Kevin Proctor starting in the back row. Will Smith comes off the bench with Isaac Liu. David Fafita, and Sam Lassoni. I'm also predicting a big year for Patrick Herbert. He played immensely well in the All-Star game this preseason and looks to have sort of got rid of a few demons after potentially, not potentially, but not throwing the pass early in that semi-final, which would have seen them go through to round two. Now moving on to ninth. The ninth spot in recent years has been dubbed the West Tigers spot. They aren't here, obviously, as we've put them in 15th. And it's a spot which causes teams a lot of problems because you're not quite in the top eight. You just miss out on the top eight, but you're not down the bottom. So there's no clear direction on where to go. So coming in ninth, I've got the Canberra Raiders just missing out on finals football in 2022. Now, some people might think this is a bit high for the, the Raiders. With I've seen predictions of them running 12th um, and towards the bottom four. But I think Canberra, they've just got that um, size, that side that can just get there and get to a ninth spot. I don't see them making this top eight. I just think they're going to be their inconsistent best. They're going to be inconsistent again, unfortunately, for Raiders fan. And quite frankly, it is becoming a consistent trend for the Raiders. I think they'll lose a couple games by only a try or less like they have done in previous years and this will just see them just miss out on finals football. Obviously, the main young gun for this side is Xavier Savage and he is one to look out for this year. Everyone has been saying how good he has looked in trials and when at the back end of last season. He's just got that something about him. Things happen when he's around the ball um, and if they can find a way to get him in the side consistently... His football is only going to go from strength to strength. However, if he's not in the side come round one or early on in the season, going back to reserve grade may not be the worst thing for him. And I don't think they need to rush him based on their side that they've got. I don't think they need to rush him straight in the first grade. He can go to back to reserve grade, apply his trade there, and further develop his game for when he comes and plays consistent first grade to be even more damaging than he is. Charles Nickel Clodstad comes back from a very, very long injury stint, and it's so good to see him back on the field. Charles burst on the scene in the 2019 campaign, which saw the Raiders make a grand final against the Sydney Roosters, and was one of the top five fullbacks that season. And he's just been unlucky with injuries, obviously a very, very tough injury last year, which saw him miss majority of the season so to have him back in the NRL is fantastic to see and we wish him all the best this year 
Last year with the Raiders, there was a lot of in-house politics and a lot of issues which occurred. Can this be sorted in 2022? It has to be. Like, it, it's got to be sorted. Um, obviously, Tarpany's uh, partner came out and questioned Ricky Stewart's um, interchange strategy. Uh, Josh Hodgson and um, the coach, Ricky Stewart, appeared to not get along. Sam... Um, not Sam Williams, George Williams, rather, left the club early after an absolute chaos. Chaos is the only word to describe what happened there with Williams. So that really interrupted their season last year and significantly impacted them. So this has to be sorted in 2022. If, if the Raiders are to somehow make finals, they can't be going through any in-house politics. It needs to be sorted, and anything which is getting late to the media needs to be stuffed uh, snuffed out right away by the head coach and the leadership group there. I think with the Raiders, they have the ingredients. They've got the players who can um, guide this side to a top eight spot uh, and even push in the fight uh, a push have a finals run. Um, and it was only a couple of years ago where they were competing for a grand final. So they've got the ingredients. They've got the the players, they've just got to put them all together and get it right once again. And if they can get it right once again, there's no reason why they can't be playing finals in 2022. This year, they've gained the likes of Jamal Fogarty, Jamal Fogarty, rather, Adam Elliott, Nick Kotrick returns back, and Holler. The losses, uh, Havili, Ryan James, Dynamis Louis, Curtis Scott, uh, Bailey Simonson, and Sia Soliola. So the round one lineup for mine would go as follows. Charles Nickel Clodstad as fullback. Nick Kotrick in his return uh, to the Canberra Raiders from the Bulldogs, which was an unsuccessful stint for him, but his best football was played at Canberra and he can return to that under Ricky Stewart, I believe. I've got Xavier Savage on one wing with Jordan Rapana being suspended from the All-Star game uh, with a few shoulder charges there, which sees him rubbed out for the early part of the season. Jared Croker returns with um, from his injury struggles, and it's great to see him back there and hoping that he can get the finish to his career that he deserves. Matt Tomoko is the other centre. Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty. Now, quick word on these two. I think they can bring the best out of each other, and Jack Whiten can return to his M form with him not having the best season, he will even admit that himself last year. And Jamal Fogarty will just relieve the pressure on Whiten, allow Whiten to get to his spots on the field and allow Whiten to play the Jack way. Give me the ball and get out the way. The front row, Emra Gula and Josh Papali'i. Josh Papali'i, he is a premier front rower in this game and probably over the past couple of years hasn't been up to that form, but... I'm predicting a big year for Josh. I think he'll get back to his standard in the way he plays. I think he was disappointed in his season last year, and a lot of fans were disappointed in the way he was playing last year. So I'm hoping and he returns back to the premier front rower that he is, and we all know he is. Josh Hodgson is the hooker. Josh Hodgson, a lot of people touted him as the best hooker in the game when Cameron Smith was even playing. But unfortunately, he just hasn't reached that height and there's probably a few who have moved in front of him, but looking forward to seeing him play this year. Joseph Tarpany at lock, Elliot Whitehead and Hudson Young in the back row. Tom Starling on the bench. Tom Starling, 
Jeezy can come on and cause some chaos in the middle third of the field when the forwards are tied at the back end of each half. Corey Hawila Naira, Adam Elliott, and Ryan Sutton round out the interchange bench. Now, that's the bottom eight complete. To recap, we've got the North Queensland Cowboys in 16th, the West Tigers in 15th, the Newcastle Knights in 14th, the New Zealand Warriors in 13th, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs in 12th, the St. George Illawarra Dragons finishing in 11th, the Gold Coast Titans running 10th, and the Canberra Raiders just missing out on finals football in 9th. The next episode, we'll start the bottom eight. We'll slowly work our way up to who I think will eventually take the title out in 2022. I'll see you next time where we start our top eight predictions.